Hello and welcome to episode 12 of the Throughball Podcast. I'm your co-host, Bidemi Ologunde. On this podcast, um, myself and my brother, Akinola Ologunde, present global news, updates, rumors, and in-depth analysis of the game of football, also popularly known as soccer. Today on the episode, we'll be talking about managers under pressure, FIFA's new football tribunal, and a controversial Nations League final. Thank you for your time. Let's get to it. So to start with, Barcelona manager Ronald Koeman is still unsure about his long-term future at the club, with club legend Xavi Hernandez persistently linked to the role, albeit after Koeman's contract in 2022. A public statement by the club president, Joan Laporta, was released backing Koeman despite their recent 2-0 loss to Atletico Madrid. The statement reads, quote, The decision is that Koeman continues. Everyone, including him, is discouraged at the moment. Things have happened that we did not want, but he wants Barcelona to do well. He has a valid contract and he has to be respected. I am happy with the decision. As president, I have evaluated everything, have listened to people I trust, and I have come to the conclusion that I must trust and support him as I did with Rijkaard. He loves Barcelona and he is a legend of the club. Indeed, he has decided to come to us during the moment of sporting and institutional crisis. I wanted to know if he is trusted... Um, if he trusted the team and he responded positively and forcefully. He said he needed time to recover the injured players and I saw a person determined to continue. So, of course, this is a development that we all need to keep an eye on and in football, anything can happen. So, next up, we have um, another manager under pressure, Nuno Espirito Santo, um, the Tottenham manager. So, his appointment has always carried the stigma of nobody else wanting to be the manager of Tottenham Hotspur. Nothing confirms this more than the fact that over five different managers turned down club president Daniel Levy when they were approached for the role. It could be argued that Mauricio Pochettino used Tottenham as a stalking horse in securing better terms in his PSG contract renewal. So this season has been a mixed bag of performance and results, with the win against Manchester City being the highlight of their season so far, and on the opposite end of the spectrum, they lost convincingly to Chelsea. Their latest result before the commencement of the international break, which was a 2-1 win, bought some respite for Nuno's men, but the previous week in the North London Derby against Arsenal saw a comprehensive defeat by 3 goals to 1, with the consolation goal coming in the 79th minute from Hyung Min Son. So Nuno needs to turn the tide quickly, and of course he needs to do it soon. Next up we have United, um, Newcastle United's takeover by the PIF from Saudi Arabia and others. So the ownership group that secured the sale of Newcastle United from Mike Ashley comprised of three separate entities. The first we have Amanda Stabley along with her husband Medrad Godowsi and their firm PCP Capital Partners. So they would assume a 10% stake. Then the Ruben brothers, David and Simon, who are billionaire siblings and they own a private equity and real estate company. They are also taking a combined 10% stake. And lastly, the Saudi Arabian-backed Public Investment Fund, PIF, will take the remaining 80% stake and therefore a controlling stake on the club board of directors. It should be noted that this deal could have been concluded in time before the beginning of the current season, but the presence of PIF and the consequent failing of the Premier League's director's test put the completion of the deal on hold. So now that the deal has been completed and the owners have stated that they plan to challenge for the top of the Premier League, everyone's attention has now turned to the January transfer market for short-term fixes to the club's fortunes since they are currently languishing at the bottom of the table. 
Up next, we have FIFA's new football tribunal. So the body is composed of three chambers that would be, that became operational on October 1st. According to the statement on FIFA website, quote, it will streamline the existing processes, consolidate and clearly stipulate all governance elements and deliver a more efficient decision-making system. So this tribunal consists of three entities. We have the dispute resolution chamber for employment disputes between players and clubs. And then we have the player status chamber for employment-related conflicts between coaches and clubs or associations, transfer-related disputes between clubs, and regulatory applications related to the international transfer system, and the eligibility of players to participate for representative teams. And finally, we have the agent center that deals with everything related to players' agents. Next up, we have news about the Club World Cup. So news is, um, there's news speculating that the FIFA Club World Cup is set to be postponed to the early months of 2022. And the speculation is that it's going to be held either in January or February. Qatar is reported to be a favorite destination and further details are expected to be coming um, in the next days and weeks. So finally, we have the um, UEFA Nations League final. Um, the France national team came from one goal down to win 2-1 against Spain in the final of the Nations League, which was played in San Siro in Milan, Italy. Mikel Oyazabal opened the scoring for La Roja in the 64th minute before Karim Benzema snatched the equalizer in the 66th minute with a brilliant turn and a finish into the bottom right-hand corner. However, there was still time for controversy as Kylian Mbappe raced through to round the goalkeeper and scored the winning goal in the 80th minute. Replays showed that Mbappe was offside when the ball left the feet of Theo Hernandez, but here was the contentious issue. Eric Garcia accepted to intercept the ball and he had a slight touch on the ball and because of that slight, to- slight touch, um, he reset the offside and then, according to the letter of the law, that allowed the goal to stand. So this is, of course, a contentious issue. And if you would like to um, get back to us and provide some of your own feedback, you could reach out to us on our email address, throughball10 at gmail.com. So to wrap up, um, that's all we have for episode 12 of the Throughball podcast. The production, editing, fact-checking were done by Akiola and Bidemi Logunde. Audio engineering and graphic design by, by Bidemi Logunde. Please join us again on the next episode as we continue with a deep dive on football news, updates, rumors, and analysis. Make sure you subscribe to the Throughball podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts such as Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, and so on. Please share the show with anyone you think might benefit from it. And for questions, comments, or any suggestions, please send an email to throughball10 at gmail.com. Please remember to leave a review for the podcast if your platform allows you to do so. Thank you for your time. See you on the next episode. Bye for now.